Wildfire Concepts presents Seven Figure Furnace Digital Marketing Discussions with Internet Made Millionaires with your host, Cindy Donovan. In this episode, number 11, I interview Steve Ulsher, creator of several multi million dollar companies from scratch co-star in his award-winning film, The Keeper of the Keys, and New York Times best-selling author. He shared the stage with, mentored by, and interviewed with and worked with some of the world's most influential people, including John Lee Dumas, Alex Mandosian, and even President Obama, and has presented at TEDx too. During this episode, Steve talks about how to build a powerful following for influence and authority marketing. We cover how to discover your perfect fit when using social media, how to pace your activity and properly engage in a way that creates a steadily growing tribe of dedicated followers. Oh my gosh, Steve, it is so good to have you here on the show. I'm really, really excited for you to be here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Let's have some fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, for people who are listening in today who haven't heard of you, I'm sure there's probably a few people, maybe just a couple out there that might not have heard your name. Why don't you tell us who is Steve Ulsher and what is your thing? What are we going to be talking about today? Yeah, well, um, I think it depends on the day. Because I mean, <laughs> if, you, if you ask my wife, I don't think she still really knows what it is that, uh, that I do. But uh, among other things, I own liquor.com. So if you like to drink, then go check that out. That's uh, <laughs> all about mixology and cocktail culture, uh, which is good quality fun there. And uh, put a book on the New York Times list called What Is Your What? Discover the One Amazing Thing You Were Born to Do. So really helping people and corporations get clear uh, on what that one thing is. But uh, really the focus now for the past uh, good little while has been on push button influence. Uh, and push button influence is really all about teaching people how to get massive visibility at virtually no cost by leveraging the power of new media, which is something you could probably speak to as well. Yeah, well, I would, I would hope so. Um, in this <laughs> podcast series, we're actually covering a whole bunch of different traffic techniques. And so I thought of anyone who knows anything about this kind of um, traffic generation, uh, it's got to be you. <laughs> so, I know a little bit. Just a little, a little bit here, a little bit there, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so when it comes to generating traffic um, using your method, where does someone start? You know, it's interesting, right? So the landscape in and of itself has, um, it's really kind of come onto the scene in a way where there's still a lot of nooks and crannies, if you will, that people just aren't even really familiar with. So, I mean, I, I think the place to start uh, is really just understanding what the whole landscape looks like in this new media world, which boils down to understanding what your what your options are, right? Because ultimately, you, you can't make a decision, choose a path, until you know how many different paths there are, and then choose the one that seems to best resonate with your natural gifts and potentially even where your people gather, right? Because yeah. You know, when you think about like social media, Cindy, it's, if I say, um, what, what do you think of when you think of LinkedIn? Like what sort of people go on LinkedIn? Well, how would you describe business those people? Business people, I guess. Business people, people are looking to yeah, right? build their businesses. Yeah. 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 And, and so when I say, 
you know, you're looking for a social media platform that focuses on like arts and crafts and pictures and that sort of thing, what comes to mind? I don't know. I would Google that. Oh, with a P. Pinterest, Pinterest. Ah, I got it. Yeah. See there. Yeah. Okay. Right. So there you go. Right. Um, and so the point being that each of the various arenas of the new media landscape has that same sort of nuances and rules of engagement and ways of operating, et cetera. So that, I mean, that to me is always going to be the first place to start is make sure you understand the, you know, the, the, uh, the entity that you're dealing with. Mm. Okay. So, um, I mean, you cover a lot of different areas then. So, um, in a lot of stuff, when I, when I do training, I talk to people about finding your focus. Um, because if you don't know what it is that you're trying to do, um, then it's really hard to get enthusiasm. It's really hard to actually get any momentum if you don't know where you're headed or what it is that you're supposed to be doing. So if you're trying to drive traffic using social media, um, you're, you're just saying to find, you know, the actual proper platform instead of, so do you recommend trying to, um, you know, be everywhere in every place? Because some people will say, you know, you can have, um, you should have Twitter, you should have Facebook, you should have, um, some people Pinterest, I guess. Some, so you should have like a, a presence everywhere, or are you saying to just focus on one thing? I mean, here's what I know, and that is it's possible to be everywhere. Mm. And I think that when you get to a certain point, it would make sense to have multiple online presence, if you will, in terms of the different media that are available. But the only time to do that is when you have the scale and the ability to do that, right? In other words, when you can hire it out. Right. So, you know, I believe that there, there, there's that, you know, sort of that line in the sand that you cross from just kind of having this as like a little bit of a hobby and trying to make a few bucks to quitting the day job and then making it your full-time thing. And then there's another line that you cross when you can actually afford to hire somebody else, mm. right? And so most people start with the day job and then figure out how to transition into this so that they can cut that rope. Right. That to me is really the first year, probably more like the first two and even sometimes the first three years mm. of just being dedicated to your craft and picking a horse and riding it. So I would highly recommend that people choose a platform for the foreseeable future and commit to it like fully commit to it, right? Because what ends up happening is a lot of people don't get the results they want, you know, in, in a quick enough amount of time. And that's just never going to happen in terms of getting the results you want quick. It just this instant gratification world we live in, you know, doesn't really do anybody. Uh, it's, it's a disservice to everybody. So you've got to really understand that the people who apparently have just become, you know, these huge overnight success, I mean, they've been in the game for a long time. Right. Mm -hmm. So pick the platform and then literally commit to spending a year on it. Now, if it's a podcast like what you're doing, I would say that you have to release at least one or two shows on a weekly basis for a year and then reevaluate, you know, where you're at and decide if that's the path you want to continue to go down 
But so long as you see your numbers and you have metrics to, to work with, as long as you see your numbers continuing to climb, then it's probably a good indication uh, that you found a good platform. If the, if the numbers go up and then just kind of plateau, um, then, it may not, then it may not be the right platform for you. Mm, yeah, so it's sort of about finding what works with you. Um, so if some of our listeners here, they might have a blog, they might have a product or something, and they really want to try and work out a way to get traffic from social media um, and start to become more of an authority figure in their um, in their niche. So do you have any um, tips or suggestions for someone that's just wanting to start out and just get recognized? Um, obviously, find your platform and just and get started. Be consistent. Um, do you have any other tips that you can share for them? Yeah, I think that it's a matter of, of really doing the research and really understanding, as you said, once you know where your, your, your efforts and your abilities and your strengths are, and that's, that's part of the battle, but the bigger part of the battle is really being clear on who the people are that you're most compelled to serve, right? I mean, in the, in the, in the what is your what framework, I take people through that process of understanding what that core gift is, what the primary vehicle is that they'll use to share that gift, and then who the people are that they're most compelled to serve. So just because you understand what your niche is, like, you know, it's massage or whatever it might be, you're, it may not necessarily mean that you're clear on the people that you're most compelled to serve. So that's where I highly suggest uh, that people dig in deep to figure out exactly who those people are and then do the research that you need to do in order to find out where they gather and how they like to consume their content. And they'll tell you. But if you don't know who they are, you can't ask. <laughs> Right. So you need to do this before you choose which platform it is that you're throwing yourself into for a year. I, I believe that is the right way to do it. Yep. Okay. Um, and um, <laughs> all right. That's a, that sounds really great. Um, so what would the, how do you monetize it? So um, say people already have a product or they have some sort of lead capture funnel or that kind of thing. What is your way of recommending for um, someone that has what do you think works best with um, social media? Yeah, you know, I mean, and again, social media is just part of the new media equation, right? Okay. I mean, you've also got live streaming, which people seem to, to be digging right now. I and mean, we actually mm -hmm. do a weekly show uh, on Blab, and we've uh, we found some pretty good success there with our show. Uh, but then there's also, you know, things like live audio, and there's also mobile apps, and, you know, there's other areas of, of new media that people can focus on. Um, but, you know, when you look at the whole question around monetization, I'm not sure that it's the right question necessarily, yeah. because your, your people, if you ask them, they will tell you what they want. So I believe that you have to do what you talked about first, which is getting the visibility right? And once you get the visibility, then you get the engagement. So the engagement being responses on your blog, it could be comments about your, uh, you know, your videos, whatever it might be. And it could also be opting in, right, to request more information from you or to be kept up to date uh, on the things that you're doing. And then, and only then, once you have the engagement piece down, can you shift to enrolling? And enrolling, 
is the time where you'll be able to enroll them into something that they have said that they need. Because they'll tell you, you know, if you ask them, they will tell you what sort of training they need. They will tell you what sort of products they're looking for. Then you create them, not the other way around. Okay. Yeah, that, that totally makes sense. So there, are, as you mentioned, there's like a lot of different um, platforms coming out and there's always new stuff at the moment, live broadcasting. Um, you know, there's, there's blab, there's, um, there's like so much. Periscope. <laughs> Periscope and, 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 sure. Yeah. Yep. And now Facebook live. Um, do you, where do you see things going in that direction? What are you forecast as being like the next best, best, thing next platform that you should yeah yeah i mean i think i think blab actually has done a really good job uh, of capturing what people can reasonably do uh for the foreseeable future i mean technology will change Mm. and that will enable people to do things differently uh than they are right now but in terms of a platform that allows you to interact in a meaningful way uh, with a guest allows you to interact in a meaningful way uh, with uh, people who are attending that presentation, whatever that presentation might be, uh, for a platform that allows people to subscribe and enroll uh, with what it is that you are doing, um, and the ability to literally bring people in and go face-to-face with them in real time and the ability to already have a built-in audience, right? Because the people uh, who come to Blab aren't necessarily coming there because it's your show. Right. They're coming to Blab looking for content. They're look, coming to Blab looking for programming. So I, I believe that that is the platform uh, for the foreseeable future uh, that really is, is probably, well, I don't want to knock anybody else, but I, I think that the, the way that they have it structured uh, is really head and shoulders above the other options right now in that in that space. Okay, um, can you tell people who are starting out with Blab? Um, some of our listeners might not have even heard of Blab. So, um, if they're starting out, have you got some tips for people that that are doing and using that platform? You know, yes. And the first tip is just go to blab.im, right? And that's an actual URL, blab.im. So go there and see what's going on, right? I mean, watch a few shows, see how the engagement works, see how you can ask questions, see how you can engage with other people who are also watching the same show, see how you can engage and get the, the attention uh, of the host who is putting on the show. And look at the different formats, right? Because just because it's one platform, it doesn't mean that everybody's using the same format. So look at the different formats that people are using and that'll give you an opportunity to really start uh, honing in uh, on what you might want to do, right? With your show, if you choose to go in that direction. Uh, But again, I don't recommend that anyone starts on any platform uh, until they've really become quite comfortable with how it works. Mm, yeah, because you need to go and see how it works before you just throw yourself into it, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So for people that aren't really confident on camera or don't even want to be on camera or, or something, how do people like that still um, use this whole new media um, 
is there any way that people can benefit from it? Sure. So, yep. so there are different options, right? Um, not the least of which is uh, podcasting, right? Like what you're doing and what many, many others are doing, but that's still in the very much in the embryonic stages. I mean, there are, I think the last number I heard was something like 5 billion websites. I mean, it's like, it's an insane number of websites and the number of podcasts is about 285,000. So yeah. still very much in the embryonic stages. So if you don't like video, um, podcasting is certainly a really good option, but at the same token, there are other live platforms that work well with audio also, um, like uh, Zcast, the letter Z, cast, uh, is kind of like live streaming for audio. Um, you then have uh, like blog talk radio and other internet radio stations as well. So there are more options uh, for audio than, than just podcasting. Okay, that's fantastic. And that's definitely something that, you know, you don't really need a lot of expenses to dive into to represent your company or your brand and start building that without, you know, a massive investment. So definitely something that anyone can get started on. Yeah, and that's the nice thing about it is the old media in terms of the way that it worked with TV and radio and print uh, is you basically had to get past the gatekeeper, right? I mean, right. the gatekeeper who decided what would air, when it would air, how it would air, and who would be in it. Now, you just don't need anybody's permission to start your own show. Yeah. So you start your own show, you build your own tribe, you build your own following, and then, lo and behold, as you start to get more recognition and you differentiate yourself from others, especially those who are in commodity-oriented businesses, you have to do something to differentiate yourself from the others who are in that arena. Mm. So when you then get into this world, you'll find that while there are expenses, the expenses are pretty minimal. Mm. I mean, pretty minimal when you come right down to it. So yeah, that's the beautiful thing about it is that technology uh, has finally caught up with demand in terms of what people want to be able to do. And yeah. they can do what they want to be able to do for really just pennies a day. I mean, it's, it's incredibly affordable to get into this space. Yeah. And um, as far as podcasting, there's actually not really a lot um, blocking anyone. I just, you just record it and then you upload it and then they approve it. To, and it's on iTunes. It's not, they weren't fussy really. Well, yes and no. Right. So not to get too technical. <laughs> sure. They, right? I mean, not to get too technical, but you do need someone to host the file, right? So oh, that yes. you could then tie yeah. it into that feed. Mm -hmm. And that costs, not a lot, but, you know, there is an expense to I'm that. I'm using but, a service and I think it's about $9 a month. And exactly. you just upload it there and it automatically delivers it and it's, yeah. Yeah, I just don't want to give people the impression that it's 100% free. Uh, because even like, yes. you know, even like blogging, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to get into blogging, which is another way that you can do what you want to do without going on a video, mm. still need a website, right? right? So um, even if it's a WordPress plugin and whatnot, mm -hmm. yeah, or, or you can go on Tumblr, I guess, and just create like a free 
blog, you know, there, right, with Tumblr or with uh, Medium or one of those. Right. Um, so I guess there's no cost there, but you still got to access the internet. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, nothing know, so, ever, nothing's ever going to be completely free. We're talking about setting up but a close. business here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Okay. It's been wonderful having you on the show, Steve. Do you have any final tidbits that you would like to share? I know that you're a busy man and, and got a cruise. So yeah. do you have anything you could share with our guys before we head off? Well, you know, I, I do think that if you are in business and you are looking to generate more leads, more clicks, have more enrollment conversations, differentiate yourself from your competition and do something where you become really known as the go-to person in that particular space, you've got to do something, right? And I know that you have a message to share. I know that there are people who are literally waiting for you right now to show up in their life. And so you've just got to kind of throw caution to the wind and really be willing to broadcast your brilliance, uh, which is the premise of push button influence. Uh, and certainly that's, you know, where we believe the future is. Uh, and certainly it's, it's beginning to show more and more uh, that the playing field is now truly level. And the average Joe can compete with those, you know, really big, you know, type players with the very deep pockets and get the kind of traffic that was historically only reserved for those, uh, you know, who were in that upper, upper echelon of, of that particular world. So this is the right time. And I encourage you to get into the game now because the only thing that's going to happen between now and a year from now is more people are going to get into the space and you're going to wish you got into it sooner. That is fantastic. And yes, guys, so take action. Um, if you're on the blog, the Seven Figure Furnace blog, have a look below. There's going to be some links there if you want to go and check out more of Steve's stuff. He has some incredible tools to share. Um, so make sure that you go check it out at sevenfigurefurnace.com. Thank you, Steve, for being on the show. It's been wonderful to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, I'll talk again with you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Seven Figure Furnace with Cindy Donovan. If you like what you just heard, please share our web address, wildfireconcepts.com, with your friends and colleagues to catch our previous podcast.